Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Jeanine Tunnel the Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. I hope everyone is enjoying their day so far. It is freezing here in New York City. Uh, but then again, it is February, and we are in New York, so uh, we should be grateful we haven't had a lot of snow in the in the Northeast, or I should say in New York anyway, if you're not living in Buffalo, that is. Uh, uh, so, I mean, I'm ready and willing to accept the cold weather. But as always, we are armed and ready to serve justice this morning with all my great listeners here on the Red Apple Audio Network. Uh, there, <laughs> there is so much that happened this week. Um, I want to start with the uh, with the laptop. I got to tell you, we find out Wednesday night, Wednesday night of this past week, that Hunter Biden admits that the laptop is his for two years, folks. Two years, they said it was Russian disinformation. For two years, they denied it to the American people. Most people knew it was his. But when 50 intel officers come out, including five directors of the CIA, who say this has all the earmarks of Russian disinformation, allowing Joe Biden to then debate Donald Trump and say, you know, this is just Russian disinformation. You know, you're basically crazy if you believe any of that. And by the way, the man running for president also says, Joe Biden says, I don't know anything of my son's uh, uh, business dealings out of the country. Liar, liar, liar. Joe Biden is a liar. His son is a liar. We knew from day one that it was his laptop, which is why the New York Post ran it. Do you think the story of the laptop and all of the information on it, which is a treasure trove for any prosecutor worth his or her salt, do you think they would have printed it? They could have had their butts sued, but they didn't. They didn't get sued because it was real, because it was Hunter, Hunter's. And now he gets his highfalutin lawyer, Abby Lowell, who says, well, we think that, you know, um, uh, the, the contents, uh, you can't use it and all this nonsense when he just admitted the night before that it was Hunter Biden's laptop. What's going on, folks? Let me tell you what what's going on. After two years, they finally admit that the laptop, which shows Hunter Biden engaging in sex with everyone he wanted to engage in sex with, smoking uh, 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 meth, crack cocaine, doing all kinds of drugs. He's a pervert and he's a scumbag, okay? He's got a vacuum cleaner. He is sucking millions of dollars from Ukraine, from Russia, from China, bringing in millions after he flies over there on Air Force Two and his father is vice president and the point man for energy in Ukraine. And it gets worse, folks. It's not just a guy doing drugs and having sex and uploading it. This guy has sex with his recently dead brother's wife, widow, and then the widow's sister, and he uploads this porn. That's the kind of people that we're dealing with here. And I can't get over it. I think Ron Klain said on, on Thursday, he said something like, Joe Biden is the best father anybody could have. Really? He allows his son this kind of access? So let's just jump to the access that Janine's talking about here. The access is we've got classified documents in the home that Joe Biden says that Hunter Biden is living in. 
Now, why is that a dangerous situation? Well, number one, you shouldn't have classified documents. And Joe Biden was vice president when these documents were taken. And there's also documents that were taken when he was senator. You are not allowed out of the skiff, a secured compartment, with any information, with any notes or anything. And yet this stuff is located in the House where Hunter Biden has access. It's important, folks, because Hunter Biden is applying for a job with Burisma so he can get $80,000 a month with an energy company and when he has no experience in the energy sector. This doesn't get dirtier, folks, but they kept it quiet for two years so his father, Joe Biden, could win for president and so they could get past the midterms. And Joe Biden comes out of the midterms. He says, hey, I'm the next president. You know, the man can't finish the sentence, but he's going to be he's going to run for president again. You know, it is stunning. And now some of these people are going to be called into uh, by the Republicans now that they have the House and questioned, why did you write that this was Russian disinformation when you knew it wasn't? Folks, let me tell you what this is all about. It's not just about power. This is about people in our government lying to us. This is what they do in fascist governments. This is what they do in third world countries when they have the leaders of intelligence come out and lie to the people. This is so dangerous. It is so dirty. And these are people who, in the end, don't care about you and me. All they care about is power. And he can say now that it's his laptop and it was stolen. It wasn't. Everybody knows after 90 days, if you turn in a laptop to be repaired and it's it's not taken, it's not uh, retrieved, it's abandoned property. Everything on it is abandoned and free for the taking. And so now they want to stop the Republicans from allow from having them look at the uh, at the laptop, but as he finally admits Hunter Biden that the laptop is his, and now get this, he says I want a criminal probe to look into who looked at my laptop. You you abandon the laptop. This is fundamental stuff. And now that the Republicans want to launch an investigation into the Biden family influence peddling, uh, hours after the president delivers a State of the Union. Now they want to say, we're going to sue you. Stop with the nonsense. So we're going to be talking about that today on the show. And we're also going to be talking about the fact that 81% of the, of the people in this country think that our government is dysfunctional. It's like a dissatisfied family, up from 71% two years ago. And a sizable majority are rating the economy negative. So I'm going to be speaking with uh, wrestler and Fox News personality Tyrus about Hunter Biden, George Santos, and all the other nonsense going on in Washington. And I'm going to be talking about that balloon, that so-called Chinese spy balloon over Montana. I mean, give me a break. You want to show weakness? Let it keep flying. And also, in regard to the debt ceiling and the fight that's going on, I'm going to be joined by economist and talk show host Steve Moore He can explain it better than anyone I know, including me. And later on in the show, I'm going to gavel out with my closing arguments. It's all coming up in just a few moments here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. This is the Judge Janine Show. (laughs) 
tipping the scales when all else fails. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is a world-famous professional wrestler. He is the current NWA World Television Champion. He is known for his tenure in WWE as Broadus Clay and Impact Wrestling as Tyrus. Uh, yeah, he's done everything, uh, uh, folks. Um, you've seen him on the Gutfeld Show. You've also seen him on Fox. Uh, he is Tyrus, and he's famous for that one name. So please join me in welcoming Tyrus to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Tyrus Foundation show. Now, Tyrus, let's hit it. Let First, I want to talk about this balloon that they say is a Chinese spy balloon over Montana. Where the hell is Kevin Costner when you need him? Well, yeah, I think he's uh, still camping. He's doing that <laughs> awesome uh, uh, documentary on, on Montana. Yeah, he's, he's got that Fox Nation show, right? Yeah, it's phenomenal. I'm a huge Kevin Costner fan, so uh, but I'm not a big fan of Chinese spy balloons flying over our our nuclear uh, sites, you know, taking yep. pictures. But uh, what what bothered me was the response. Uh, I think that was more painful than the idea of a spy balloon uh, just casually floating over, taking pictures and surveillance of America. Was their their fear was that it would cause more damage to shoot it down to possible civilians. Uh, so they're just going to let it keep going, which to me is it's a balloon. It's not, it wasn't like it was a giant plane and it was right. in the middle of nowhere in Montana. So I'm not sure with the exception of the prairie dog or prairie grouse, that would have been <laughs> in any kind of trouble. So, Well, here's, that, the, that thing. Just, here's uh, the thing, Tyrus, as far as I'm concerned, I was listening to Jack Keene the other day, and Jack Keene said, why did they let it go over the Aleutian Islands near Alaska? Why did they let that in? Why are we allowing China in our airspace? And then someone says, well, it's not really our airspace. Really? It's over Montana. That's enough for me. Where are the guys in Montana? Why not send some fighter jets, put a net over it, and pull it down? Yeah, well, just or pop it. But, again, it, it just goes to where this China has this – has and I'm a I'm a patterns guy. Okay, so when I I look at things, it's like uh, we know where fentanyl is coming from. Mm-hmm. We we and again, there's been no declaration, no threat, no hey, you need to do something about this being manufactured in your country and shipped to Mexico. Nothing, right? Uh, every time China seems to do something, uh, the stuff they were doing with supporting Russia again, nothing. It's like they just they know they can push the line as far as they want with the United States. We continue to let them uh, send their their kids to our colleges to turn around and go back to China. Uh, It's just China seems to have, with especially this administration, a pass. And again, the fear of upsetting them for some reason, popping their balloon, uh, apparently is something that this administration uh, is not willing to do. And that is more concerning to me than any pictures that they're taking. Well, well, I think the amazing thing is that when you look at what China is doing, uh, they're trying to change our country. I mean, uh, the, the truth is that uh, they are intent on making us, I think, part of the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, look at the government that allows Chinese ownership of American property. It allows Chinese spying in our country over our military installations. 
Um, and as we are starting to go bankrupt and stripping the American people of our independence, you know, and we're, we're relying on China. I mean, think about it, Tyrus. I mean, we get our medicine from China, you know, and we, we now have a government that allows and promotes the Mexican cartel. I mean, everything is screwy under this guy, Biden. It's like he doesn't have a backbone. No, or he's paid for. Let's just let's just put it out there. Uh, we saw that there's all the we got all the signals with Hunter Biden and his family and the donations and the things like that. And I think they're just they're looking at it as more in terms of like, uh, oh, it's just you know no big deal. Here's the deal: it's the race for the to be the world currency because when you're the world currency, you control the world. And China is making those moves. They, we're going to be in debt to them. They want they want to be in charge. They want to be the new world power, and we're not doing anything about it. They're we're, they still are trying to convince us Americans that, that the, as long as it's not Chinese airplanes and soldiers rolling up on American shores, that there's no war going on. We're in the middle of a war. They're poisoning our our, our kids. They're they're buying up everything. They're they're using they're taking our education away, and then they then they got this beautiful thing called TikTok where they're dumbing our kids down. And we're just sitting back and doing nothing about it. And what? And I, I hate what about isn't. But I'm telling you right now, the previous administration, none of this would be happening. Oh, Not I can't believe Tyrus. I said the same thing this morning. I said this would never have happened under Donald Trump. Do you think they would dare come and spy? And by the way, China has confirmed. That the balloon is there, but is theirs, but they claim that it's a civilian research airship. Well, what would happen if we sent a civilian research airship to China? We wouldn't get anywhere near China before they'd shoot it down. Well, and think about it. During the Obama civilians too. <laughs> most of their spies were civilians. They were <laughs> lobbyists and students. So it's not like uh, they're not like they're lying about what they're saying. Yeah, what. I don't care what it is. It does not supposed to be up there. It's a restricted area. It's flying over military, uh, sensitive military uh, structures. Shoot it down. But again, and I'll even go a step further. This wouldn't happen under the Obama administration. Wouldn't happen in the Clinton administration. Wouldn't happen under the Bush administration. For some, it went the more. And you have done a phenomenal job on the five of keeping it real and bringing up these points. You have not let the thing go with the laptop. I think it's all connected. I think, and yep. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but the, Biden's been in their pocket for decades, Let's, well, and and it's the, and it, and it, and they're cashing in their chips. Well, there's no question, and the fact now that they finally admit on Wednesday night, Hunter finally admits the laptop is his until he gets this lawyer, uh, Abby Lowell, who says, "Oh, well, 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 not, no, 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 not so fast." You know, and and you know, just to shut down the uh, the Republican Oversight Committee and to say that you know there's an investigation going on, therefore you can't ask questions. But here's the thing: during the Obama administration, Tyrus, I mean, uh, Russia took Crimea, okay, and during the uh, Biden administration, Russia invades Ukraine. I don't believe this would ever have happened uh, uh, under uh, uh, under Donald Trump. And I think, what about Georgia? Wasn't that wasn't that during the Bush Georgia, administration? Georgia, I actually was, I was touring with Snoop. Uh, I was his bodyguard, and we were in Russia when the Georgia uh, movement started. And uh, we, we we got our behinds out of there. But, uh, okay, was uh, that during yeah. the Bush years, Tyrus? That was towards, I think that was right in the middle. I think that's right when uh, Obama and them got in, which 
uh, and who was on the point on that? I believe it was Biden. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a point guy. Well, you know, that's the sad part of all this with now the, the admission that, you know, the, the laptop is hunters. Everything in it is a treasure trove for a prosecutor. You know, the emails, Tony Bobolinsky, the pictures. Joe Biden has out and out lied to the American people, Tyrus. He said he knows nothing of his son's overseas business dealings. And then he lied at the debate when he said that that laptop was nothing more than uh, a Russian disinformation. But when they get the intelligence community to agree, that's like state propaganda. Well, like I said, he's. He has backed. He's been doing this for a long time. Uh, I think we're all starting to see who Biden is, what he was, uh, and how he was able to stay in office for so long with a horrible record uh, and a lot of divisive and all over the place type behaviors. And I think it's all coming to roost and they're cashing in all their chips. I don't think he has any plans to run again. I think, yeah. and I'll bet you a dinner at some point when all this comes to light, he will pardon his son and uh, he will end up, and then that will be the end of his political career. And yeah. then we'll be saying, why is this man not in jail? Why is this not? And uh, we'll have more to, to talk about. And I'm not proud of this. This is the last thing I want to be saying about my president of the United States. This is the last thing. This is embarrassing. Uh, it's not fair to the American people. And it's, I, there's so much other things going on that we should be talking about. We should not be talking about uh, the fact that the president of the United States seems to be more like an ambassador of China at this point. Uh, Tyrus, I, I understand that you were doing a one-man show all over the place. Talk to us about those shows. What do you do in those shows? Oh, it's a stand-up comedy show. I, I'm a, I do a stand-up show. I got one tonight sold out in New Jersey. Yeah. And then, uh, actually, they're all sold out. I got one show left in uh, – in Texas, uh, February 18th, it's on my link tree. It's this, we had to do a second night because of the sellout, and um, wow. in Fort Worth, and that will, and tickets are still available for that, but they're going quick. Well, I, we're very proud of you, Tyrus, and uh, you know, God bless and thank you for everything that you do. And uh, as I say, we are indeed very proud of our friend uh, Tyrus. So, thank, thank you, you, Judge. Thanks for joining us this morning. Take care. Up next on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation, I'm going to be speaking with economist and author Steve Moore. What's going on with the debt ceiling? Does it affect you? Uh, He's going to tell us how it does. It's all coming up right here on the Red Apple Audio Network. This is the Janine Bureau Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Joining us now is an economist, author, and a political and economic advisor. Please join me in welcoming Steve Moore uh, to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Steve is the co-founder and former president of the Club for Growth, an organization that I'm sure you've heard of. It focuses on cutting taxes and other economic policy issues. (laughs) Uh, from 99 to 2004. Folks, this guy is a big deal. And I'll tell you why I love Steve Moore. I've known him for years because the guy speaks in language that I can understand because whenever it comes to numbers, I don't know what the hell they're saying. So, uh, all right, Steve, let, let's hit it. First of all, I want to start with, uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre. And, uh, if we can hit it, Mr. Producer, 
what, let's listen to a sound. The debt ceiling needs to be lifted without conditions. And, uh, and so we still stand by that. That has not changed. We believe, we truly believe it is a constitutional duty of Congress, Republican, Democrats, Independents, to get that done, as we have seen this done 78 times before since 1960. Okie dokie. So there she is. It's a constitutional obligation. Now, I jumped the gun a little with that. So now that we have a new Congress, we have Speaker McCarthy. Speaker McCarthy, to his credit, met with the president this week. He came out and he didn't he didn't reveal anything that was said. But he said, look, I think that we can work together. And, you know, as an American, I said, thank God this is what we want. Uh, At a time when 80 percent of Americans feel that the government is dysfunctional, uh, up from 71 percent two years ago. But she's they want to hold the limit on the debt. Explain what that means. Well, first of all, that's an infuriating statement that uh, Kareem uh, said, because I've been in Washington. I've been in the swamp for about 35 years. So I've lived through a lot of these budget battles going, dating back to the Reagan years, Judge. And I got to tell you, the, the only time we've made real progress in terms of limiting this massive debt. And by the way, it's the Republicans and Democrats are both responsible right. for this right. massive increase. But the only time we ever make any progress as we did, for example, in the Clinton years, is when Newt Gingrich used the debt ceiling to say, look, we're not going to raise the debt ceiling until we get a deal that we move towards a balanced budget. <laughs> you right. know, I mean, let, let me use an analogy, because this is so important for your listeners to understand. So raising the debt ceiling, what that does is it's like getting an extension on your credit card. So in other words, maybe you have a a debt limit you can borrow maybe let's say two thousand dollars and what when you raise the debt ceiling it's like saying oh we want another two thousand dollar except we're, we're talking about trillions of dollars not thousands of dollars with the right. federal uh federal debt and so if you let's say that you were running a business and it was running a loss and you had to go to the bank and say hey i need a loan or a credit extension because i lost money last year you know what the first thing the bank officer would ask you? Well, what's your plan for getting out of debt? <laughs> I mean, yeah. gonna, you know, and that's all Republicans are saying. We've got to have a plan to get out of debt here. And and Biden is just standing there saying, no, I'm not going to negotiate. Now, that is an outrageous position. We are going to have a financial catastrophe in this country, Judge. I don't know if it's going to happen next week, next month, a year or two from now. It's going to happen if we don't get this $31.5 trillion okay. debt under When you say it's a catastrophe, Steve Moore, what does that mean to the ordinary American? Well, do you remember what happened, uh, Judge, in 2008 when almost overnight all the banks started collapsing and millions and millions of Americans lost their jobs? Yes. I'm talking about something like that. It causes real pain, real hardship to Americans. Now, look, I hope I'm wrong. I don't root against America. Look, 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 I know you're not rooting against America, but I mean, and I know you hope you're wrong, but you've been around the block a few times. Well, Show me, I always say to my liberal friends, show me any country that's done this where that story had a happy ending, where you keep increasing debt year after year after year. Now, Judge, have you ever heard of something called modern monetary theory? No. Have you heard that? That's this crazy dingbat idea that came around about five or six years ago from people like AOC and radical liberals. And what modern monetary theory says is the government can just keep borrowing and printing money for as long as it wants to. And, it's you know, we can just do it ad infinitum. 
And that's a crazy idea. And we laughed when they came up with that idea. But you know what? That's what Biden is doing. They're borrowing and borrowing. We have added $4.2 trillion, trillion. Do you know how many zeros there are in a trillion? 12 no. zeros in a trillion. And <laughs> I've never thought I'd see the day when we would be so financially reckless as this president has been. So the bottom line, Judge, I am standing by Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans to say we are not going to give you a credit card extension until you show us a plan to cut this debt and get us to a balanced budget. Okay, so when she Doesn't that when, sound, don't you think that sounds reasonable? It is reasonable, but but when Carrie Jean Pierre comes out and says you have a constitutional duty and we want it increased with no conditions, that's a, that's a classic Democrat. Let's spend yeah. more money, make more yeah. money. And by the way, I heard uh, AOC say, "Well, just print more money." I didn't know it ha- actually had a theory <laughs> and a name to. Well, it. that's what they think. They think it's like free that we can just go, you know, go print more hundred dollar bills. Uh, we've been doing that for years. And incidentally, again, just so people can connect the dots here, why did we have inflation go from 1.5% inflation when Trump went, was in office to 9% inflation under Biden? You know the answer, Judge. It's because so. we've spent and borrowed all this money. Yep, yep. All right. So the truth is that we spend, we borrow, and the Democrats say, uh, you know, it doesn't matter, just do it. So we end up doing it, and then the consequences are dire. But let's talk about the fact that uh, there was a good jobs report this past Friday. What does that mean? So before I answer that, I want to say one more thing about what the Biden administration is saying. You know, you you played that clip about, oh, it's our constitutional duty to raise the debt ceiling. You know what? It should be the constitutional duty of the president to balance our damn budget. You know, that's how I feel. We yeah. need a constitutional balanced budget requirement. It's one of the only deficiencies I see in our great Constitution. Okay, now on the jobs report, some good news to report. We did get a good jobs report, no question about it. Blockbuster, half a million jobs created. I was so relieved to see that because it sounds like we're going to avert a recession for now, for now. But here's the problem. If we keep borrowing like this and spending like this and regulating like this and we don't produce American energy and all these other things, I, I really worry we're going to have a crash landing in our economy. It seem, It's pretty good right now. The other thing to remember, though, because I know Joe Biden's going to put out saying, oh, all my policies are working. That's hogwash. You know, the average American has lost almost $4,000 in purchasing power that's under Joe right. Biden because yep. of inflation. Yep. Yeah. How, how is that an economy that's working for the American worker? Well, but then, you know, they'll say to you, um, you know, they'll try to convince you. Look, Joe Biden is uh, uh, this week. He was saying everything is great. The truth is that a sizable majority rate the economy right. negatively. Eighty percent, 73 percent are unhappy. And then the negative views have increased 11 points. And by the way, there's a 30 point, a 35 point rise yep. in in discontent among the Democrats. So only. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know why that is, I think, because, you you know, the American people have a, uh, you know, a, a basic common sense. Right. We're a very commonsensical. You don't have to have a Ph.D. in economics to understand that what we're doing is wrong. It's immoral. It is bankrupting our country. And it is a it is a massive debt that, you know, I, Judge, you and I aren't going to pay off this debt. We'll be dead. It's going to be our kids and our grandkids. And what great country does that to their children? 
Well, a, a country that doesn't give a damn, and that's what really bothers me, Steve. Uh, and, you know, it, with this jobs report, though, you know, does that mean more people are looking to work than before? Finally, yeah. And you know what's happening? Uh, we're finally getting rid of all of these massive unemployment benefits, Medicaid benefits, uh, food stamp benefits, un- you know, all these. We were paying people not to work, and we're still doing that. But finally, we're starting to lower some of these benefits. I think we should, you know, given the fact that the jobs are out there, why are we paying, still paying so much in unemployment benefits and things like that? I'm with my buddy Larry Kudlow. Yeah. We yeah. want a safety net in this country, but if you're going to get a government payment from the from the government, you've got to be either in a job, looking for a job, or in a training program. This idea that we pay people to sit on the couch and watch Netflix, no way. That's got to stop. It is disgusting. It is absolutely, you know what? It's training people for socialism. It and is. <laughs> It's By the way, did you stop. see that a majority of the Democrats in the Senate and the Congress, they had a resolution against um, socialism, and in, I think it was in the House, and the, and the Democrats voted against that resolution. They admitted yeah. they want socialism. Yeah. Oh, that is stunning to our, uh, you know, t- when you think about where we've come from and what we started as, this is a pathetic se- scenario. It is. It's frightening. But see, well, let they, me don't ask- re- they don't remember what happened. A lot of them are too young to remember what happened with communism and what happened, you know, in the old Soviet Union or in Cuba or Venezuela or in Argentina. Can they really be that dumb? Well, they are dumb because they're taught in school. This is part of the indoctrination in our education system. And the people who've come here from those countries are like trying. They're like, you know, (laughs) in the wind trying to tell people, but nobody will listen to them. But they have done the indoctrination. And speaking of the indoctrination, I mean, what do you think of this balloon over Montana? Chinese balloon. I I am aghast at this. Why in the world has that, has it taken, why hasn't the Biden administration taken action against a balloon that is, you know why it's up there. Everybody knows why it's up there. They're spying on our military installations. Are they going to run a balloon over the Pentagon? I mean, my God, this is a national security crisis. This is China uh, that is massively building up its military, gathering intelligence against us, spying on us, and the Biden administration won't do anything about it. Right. And and the scary part of it is it's in Montana and Apparently, they say that uh, they're good with the fact that China said they're just doing civilian research. Oh, Hogwash. yeah, I'm sure. Hogwash. <laughs> yeah, do you think that something like this would ever happen under Donald Trump? Well, even if it were, uh, obviously, no. In fact, <laughs> I don't even think that Putin would, would have ever gone into Ukraine. If oh, Trump were still thank pressed. you. I said that earlier. Putin wouldn't have yeah, gone into Ukraine. No Donald Trump no was way. there. And when, when Obama was there, Putin took Crimea. That would never have happened with Trump. It's crazy. And I, I got to tell you, as someone who had worked for Donald Trump, and I was in the Oval Office with him many times, I can guarantee you he would have shot down that balloon in five minutes. Well, you know, and I know nothing. Okay, Janine knows nothing, but I'm going to give you my opinion. My opinion is you send some (laughs) fighter jets over it with a net and pull it down if you don't want to shoot it down. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if they could do that. They probably have the technology to do that. Let me tell you, they can do anything. It's, (laughs) you know, American ingenuity, which is being suppressed by these socialists and everyone else. All right. So what? Let's last question. I mean, what do you think about the uh, 
um, you know, the the economy. You think that maybe we've uh, we're going to avoid a recession. Uh, I think I'm relieved that it looks like uh, a recession is not imminent right now. So that's good news. My advice to people is, you know, the jobs are out there now. So go and get one. Get off this. <laughs> get off the couch and get one because I don't know how this is going to. How long this is going to last? We have a president who is moving, you know, massively growing government, massively growing our debt, and at some point, I don't know if it's next week or next month or a year or two from now, that bubble is going to burst. And you don't want to be on. You want to be in a good job uh, and protect it with your financial security when that happens. Yep, definitely you want to be in a good job when that happens. And, you know, the fact that businesses now are laying off big businesses, even Amazon is laying off people. I mean, is the idea that they're trying to show that their bottom line is better than it really is? I think that, you know, the tech sector has been, you know, a balloon as well. You know, we saw massive gains. And, look, I love our tech sector. we got to be number one in that industry. But all we have to do, I mean, look, just get Washington out of the way. Uh, one last thing I got to say. Why is it that Joe Biden is not producing more American energy, Judge? That's an easy way to create jobs, to reduce our trade deficit, and to actually reduce our budget deficit. Because guess what? The, the oil companies would pay the government for the right to drill. So we would actually get revenues from that to reduce our deficit. It makes no sense that, Donald, that, the, that Joe Biden has shut this uh, oil and gas and coal production down. I don't understand it because China's building 40 coal plants while we shut down all ours. Yeah, and you know what? It's the same atmosphere, isn't it? They act like, oh, well, they can do it over there. We're breathing their air at some point, too. Anyway, Steve Moore, it's great to have you on the uh, Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Thanks so much for joining us. Take care. Thank you. All right, thank you. You too. And never forget, that's the commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Up next here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. It's the Judge Jeanine Show on 77 WABC. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Okay, it's now time for me to gavel out with my closing argument. All right, you heard it all here. China is China is not just at the door. China is flying over the country in Montana. And the the Biden administration, I guess, is good with it. The fact is we should have stopped it at the Aleutian Islands when it started coming across Alaska. But we didn't. But that's Joe Biden for you. Joe Biden, the man who's more concerned about China than he is concerned about American security. And in in the in the end, I think what we're going to see when all is said and done that with now the recognition that the laptop belonged to Hunter Biden, we now know that the Biden family is indeed a family that's been corrupted by an international uh, pay-to-play scheme. So when Joe Biden was vice president, he was in a position as energy point man to pave the way for his son to make millions. 
The question still ahead for us is whether or not the classified documents that uh, we have now located uh, and we know that Hunter Biden had access to uh, because we know he drove that uh, Corvette that was in the garage where the classified documents were. The question is whether or not any information from those documents were used when Hunter Biden was applying for a position on the board of Burisma Energy. We already know from Joe Biden himself that he went over and threatened to not give American money to Ukraine if they didn't fire the prosecutor who was looking to investigate Burisma, the company that at that point his son had gotten a job working for. This is all scary stuff, folks. This is not just your run-of-the-mill, you know, somebody got a contribution from someone. This is something that is seriously wrong. Why else would Joe Biden deny even knowing about his son's out-of-country business? Why would he say that? What is so wrong with saying, yeah, my son does business out of the country? He's hiding something. And that something is very serious. And we found out this week that the uh, FBI and the Department of Justice went in and searched the Rehoboth Beach House of the Bidens, that same beach house where Biden, a couple weeks earlier, had spent the weekend. Now, ain't that grand, folks? You give the criminal the opportunity to go clean the crime scene before the feds come in to investigate. I've never seen anything like this, ever. Hillary Clinton gets to erase 33,000 emails, and she gets to run away with it. And she gets to say, well, what do you mean? Like, with bleach, did I wipe it out? Nobody cared. They cut her loose. Nobody cares about this with Joe Biden, and they liken it to, you know, Donald Trump and Mike Pence. Sure, there's an issue with classified documents, but here's the issue. Joe Biden, as a senator, took information of classified documents, that is a no-no. Even Democrat senators and Republican senators are outraged by that. It's not done. Why did Joe Biden do it? And now what we've got in this country is a certain amount of, uh, a certain amount, a great amount of dissatisfaction in the State of the Union. 81% of people are dissatisfied with what's going on in this country. Only 1 in 10 in America feel that inflation is under control. 80% of us folks are worried about crime. 78% are concerned about the political division. 76% are concerned about the opioid addiction and the fentanyl that is coming through the open borders from China that Joe Biden has surrendered to the Mexican cartels. This is a bad situation. And what we've got to do, ladies and gentlemen, is everything we can to make sure that we vote for people who believe in this country and who believe in America. Too much is at stake. We've lost too much already. And we'll see in the next few weeks and months when the Republicans now are having taken over the House will engage in their oversight uh, and questioning and investigations into the Bidens. It's not about politics. This is about America. This is about our sovereignty. This is about our, our borders being breached. This is about China being in our universities, buying tremendous amounts of American property, literally floating, floating a balloon 
investigating military installations in Montana with no sanction at all. Why would any president allow this, folks? Your guess right now is as good as mine. And I'm not guessing good things on the part of the Biden and their whole family. So uh, I can't believe we're out of time already. Make sure you join us right back here next week for more discussion. We'll certainly have more information on what's going on with China and the Bidens. Same time, same place for the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. And in the meantime, have a great day, everyone. Take care of yourselves. Take care. Bye.